This episode is brought to you by freedadcourse.com. You are always one conversation away from changing your life, and the power of hello is something that I subscribe to every single day, and I'm always saying hello to new people everywhere I go. Increasing your opportunity, increasing your connection, and getting access to the solutions to the problems that you are facing, whether you're on active duty or just beginning your veteran transition or even transitioning out for 20 years. On the other side of hello are the solutions that you're looking for. Again, head on over to freedadcourse.com. Get your five-episode audio course to create more connection, create more friendships, and get back to living the life that you're trying to design. Dory 1, this is Fire Team Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Welcome back to another Fatherhood Friday. And as I come to you, I can say the world is a very uncertain place. And I want to come to you with four things that I've almost immediately, but through the power of failing every day, continuing to grow, of things that I'm doing every day to help me get through this coronavirus and understand how we can grow through this, understand how we can do different things and live life in an intentional way that will actually make us a better person on the other side of this. This is one of those rare moments where life gives you, it's probably never happened in this particular way, where life's paused, where you were forced into a day when you wake up and everything was different. And it happened overnight. And for me, it was something that I was kind of already evolving as I was working on my own. I had a routine down. I had a daycare schedule down. I had my schedule figured out. And then, bam, it all blew up. So my progression this week has been night and day different. So on Saturday, I can honestly say the primal fear was there. I felt like a caveman fighting for survival in my head, at least, and fighting with the idea that I needed to protect my family. Fighting for the idea of, is there really panic? Is there the need to panic? Is there really the need to go to the grocery store and get everything that everybody is panicking? Am I not serving my family in a way that honors them and protects them through this, and am I not being the man that my family needs to make sure that my family gets through this? And am I being naive? Am, am I not being enough? Am I being too cautious? Am I not being enough diligent? Should I be reading the news more? Should I not be reading the news more? But honestly, I read the news way too much on Saturday because it just instinctively activated that primal caveman, I need to survive fear. And then as I went through, I was reminded of some advice a coach gave me that when you're in your head, you're dead. And I was literally dead because I was completely in my head. And when I'm in my head, everything seems scary. Everything seemed hard. I seen so many things that were slipping away. Like I felt like a part of me was dying this week through this coronavirus and every day was something new, and every day life just got a little bit harder, and every day my dreams would die a little bit. That was me being in my head. And so when I kind of went through this, I had that advice reminded myself, 
I re-anchored myself in this idea that I need to stay in my heart. When I'm in my heart, that's where I am strongest. That's where I can make the best decisions. And that's where I can show up to my family the best, that I am exactly who I need to be. And I bring my whole self into that moment. But it only happens when I'm in my heart. And I often get in my head way too quickly. So what I've been doing is I've been saying to myself that I am in my heart and I live in my heart. And I probably say that 10 times a day. I am in my heart and I live in my heart as a reminder to get outside my head because if I'm in my head, I'm dead. And that's been my primary thing that's helped me anchor myself. And I anchor myself even more intently every morning with meditation and reading and just reminding myself of the positive energy that I have inside that I can tap into through all of this, that nothing around me has changed who I am. Everything about that, everything about you as a dad listening to this, everything that before Corona and after Corona, you are the exact same person. And what I've kind of been using this as a growth mindset to grow through it and trying to think of who I want to be on the other side of this coronavirus. How can I radically change my life with this pause in a way that wasn't possible before, but I'm going to be so excited on the other side of this coronavirus, one, because it's gone, but two, the person that this transformed me into, that this is a big pile of shit, and that shit could essentially move me in a way that no other mechanism was able to do. Like, this is enough pressure and freedom that you could do a lot of different things in your life that you were never able to do before. So those four things that I'm doing today that are getting me through each day, number one, and I'll, I'll list them off and I'll dive into them. So number one, I am letting go of control. There is no control. Control is an absolute illusion, and it's even more of an illusion today because everything you plan for today could be garbage tomorrow. So let go of control. Number two, lean into the growth that every day is a new day that you've never had before. Number three, value that family time. This is something that's a unique gift that this coronavirus is gifting every family, the ability to have your kids at home, to learn what it's like to teach them, to learn what that smile is like when they figure something out, to learn and go outside and play or do a science experiment outside. Those are things that I'm doing today. And number four, value the schedule. So let's go back to number one, let go of control. This is something as a military dad that is extremely hard for us because when we are in the military, we seek control. We have control. The military is essentially a control complex of this is how we control the situations. And we try to create as much control in every scenario. And if we don't, we try to shore up that that security or whether it be a unknown of a battle plan or whatever it may be. We always try to make sure we have control. But you don't have control in this. So you really just need to ride the waves and make sure that you don't necessarily get super upset when things don't go right because these are all things that you've never done before. So let go of that control. And that leads into number two, that when you're in that moment that you feel like you're a failure, that you feel like you're not good enough, that you feel like you're letting someone down in your life, whether your wife, your kids, yourself, your friends, your coworkers, remember that this is a time that you've never had before. Something I've learned since I've lost my job was that I've never been a stay-at-home dad. I've never been a stay-at-home dad that tried to be responsible for dinner every night. I've never been a stay-at-home dad that was taking my kids to daycare every day, picking them up and dropping them off. I've never been a stay-at-home dad that was here 
to get the kids on the bus and get them off the bus. And I was never a stay-at-home dad that did all the groceries. And I never was a stay-at-home dad that cleaned the house. But through four weeks of failure and trying over and over through repetition of, well, that didn't work. That schedule didn't work. I bit off more I could chew that day. Every day, I was figuring it out. And ironically, the week before everything hit the fan here, I had essentially figured it out. I had my perfect daycare schedule. I had my gym routine down. I had my time to work in my business. I had the grocery shopping. I had the time I was going to clean the house. But through four weeks of trial and error, I got to a place where I felt comfortable because every day I woke up as a stay-at-home dad, I had never done anything related to that. So I had to give myself a lot of grace and just remember that every day is a little bit of tinkering. You try some new things, you realize some things didn't work, but you just keep applying the same principles that you already know of how to learn and grow and you'll eventually get there. The same thing applies to this whole new scenario where your kids are home, the schools are closed, you can't go outside. This scenario that you probably have never been in, especially if you were the provider. These are scenarios, it's a role that you're almost unfamiliar with. And maybe if you even lost your job during this, you're unemployed. This is a new day for you. This is a day you've never had in your life. So you need to be able to accept that every day you wake up and try something, you're probably going to fail. But that's okay because the faster you fail, the faster you can figure out what works. So embrace that failure. Embrace the idea of just figuring out what it is that you need to change. Every day is an opportunity to fix something. A random lesson that I've proved multiple times, but it continues to bite me in the butt. Sunday night, I stayed up way too late. I stayed up till midnight watching NCIS. I'm a huge NCIS fan, and I got addicted. And I was like, I can wake up in the morning. And I did wake up in the morning. I was on my morning routine. I got through, but by 7 o'clock, I had a failure to boot. I was just droggy. I was tired. It was just bad news. And I put that on myself, and it took me two days to get back out of my rut. And I'm like, okay, I cannot repeat that because starting that morning anchored in who I am, that positive energy and that alone time, that reading, that helped me get through the day and then I jeopardized it by staying up at night. So you're going to get a lot of those, just the feedback loop. As long as you're implementing the feedback that life is giving you through this new time, we will eventually get to a place where you know everything that needs to be done to get to work. And you know what's not working. You know what is working. You know when the kids responded this way. You know that if you don't do X with the kids at such time, two hours later, they're chaos. Like all of these things, like maybe you're, I'll give you an example. Tuesday was an absolute chaotic day. I tried a whole bunch of things. It was the first day. My wife was still at school because they were figuring out how to shut it down. So I had all three kids. I was trying to keep my commitments with the podcast going. It was absolute chaos. And by the end of the day, I felt like a failure. But by Wednesday, I improved. I had, had more discipline in the schedule. And we got through and I felt like a million bucks on Wednesday. But that was only a 24-hour change. And I can attest to that because I spent almost five weeks re-engineering my life and the way that I approached it to make sure that I could do this life as a stay-at-home dad. So all of those opportunities were all just growth opportunities for me to get to a place I've never been, but to get there in a way that I understand what I need to do to kind of get that illusion of control, but don't get hung up on it if you lose it because that just means you have another day tomorrow to try to get it back. Number three, value this time with your family. This is something that I hope this is a positive that comes out through all of this is that people are reunited with their families in a way that they've never been before. 
They realize all the things that they were occupying, all the memories they were missing out on. This is a time where you can have your kids look back 10 years, 20 years from now, and remember that this was some of the best family fun time they ever had. I've seen pictures on Facebook of a friend who his kids were playing in a puddle and said, good thing there's no coronavirus in the mud. And his kids were just having a blast. We've done science experiments. We've did a rock rolling. We go on walks during the day with the kids. There's just, we even were doing uh, drawing exercises. I printed out some paper, said how to draw these characters. It was a disaster, but we learned how to draw some characters. And I learned what to do next time if I ever want to try drawing with them again. But these are opportunities that were never there before. I get to watch my kids learn how to do something. It was actually interesting. My son was doing, he's in kindergarten, and he was doing just basic one plus two stuff. And he was touching his nose as he was doing it. I'd never really seen my son do that math. And he's done the homework at home, but either I wasn't paying attention or I was too busy. But I got to see that it was kind of cute. And I'd never really put it together that they'd teach him to count and add with by touching their fingers on their nose. And every time I touch their nose, they count. Like that's a moment in memory that I'm remembering now. And that's now making my family connection stronger. So find ways of how you can make this the most epic family time and that one 10, 20 years from now, they look back and remember, this wasn't the time where all these people were dying and the economy crashed. This was the time that we had the best fun as a family. And number four, the value of a schedule. I, I knew about this, but I don't really know if I really knew about this. Your kids need a schedule. They have a schedule at school and they follow it routinely. It's a six-day schedule. That schedule is the secret sauce to get through the day. I printed out a simple schedule on the internet, posted it on the fridge. They checked that thing like every hour. They're like, okay, it's this time, this time, this time, this time. And they live by it because they thrive on it. They want to know what they're doing. They almost get upset if we're not doing the right thing. And even something as simple as schedule in the minute from eight to nine in the morning, we're doing it's exercise time. So I've been using some YouTube videos. I throw it on the TV and we do some exercise videos on YouTube and they're kid exercise videos. So they're fun and it's a disaster. Their kids are kind of running around and being crazy, but I set the example and I'm doing what I'm doing. But that's a moment that it's kind of just a chaotic, nice moment that we're having together. And that excites me. I'm doing it every day. We're learning how to, to, to do fitness every day. I'm doing the exercises with them. But that's something that's eight to nine. And then after that, we have education time. And then after that, we have craft time. And then after that, we have lunch time. And then after that, we have nap time and quiet time. And then after that, we have electronic education time. And then we have, I can't remember what comes after education time in the afternoon. But then even before dinner, we have a dance party time where we just turn on Alexa and we have fun. This is a time for you to be a dad in a way you've never had the opportunity to. So value that schedule. Find a schedule that works. If your kid's a little bit over, let them pick what they want to have on their schedule. Maybe they have. Maybe you tried the way of have, letting them have individual schedules, or maybe you do a, a family schedule. But find a schedule during this time because it could be one month, two months, or three months through this time that we're trying to get through. So establishing a schedule that you all agree upon will help tremendously create order from chaos. It's underestimated the principle of schedules for kids, but when you apply it, it was like a magic wand. And 
remember that if you're struggling to try to figure out what the right to do, create a schedule that everybody can agree on. If their kids are older, use some creativity, let them have some ideas on it, and then just stick to it. And the funny part is they'll stick to it because they want to be in a schedule because that's what school is, is a schedule of boom, 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 boom. They go from one thing to the next. So to review, remember, number one, let go of control. Number two, lean into growth. This is an opportunity for you to grow in a way that you've never had possible. Think of something, what's the biggest action, the massivest goal that you could set during this, whether it be a health goal, a fitness goal, a business goal, a personal goal, a family goal, whatever it be, set the biggest one possible and try to conquer it through this time. And on the other side of this, be the person that you've always wanted and step into that person when you when that time comes. And that's what this opportunity has for you. Number three, value the time with the family. And number four, value the value of a schedule with your family. So with that, if anybody has any conversations, questions they want or they need to talk, we've got the Facebook group. My phone number is out there. You can reach me out on Instagram at n underscore Kaloy. I'm more than willing to have a conversation. This is trying time. So if you need someone to jump on a call, be a friend, have a question just to lean on, I'm here for you. Reach out. And with that, I'll sign off and I will talk to you again on Monday.